This morning, these amazing worship, this amazing worship team, these amazing kids, basically did for me what I had planned on this morning and what my heart is this morning. And that is to reestablish what this house is about. And it is, we are a house of, of righteousness. We're a house of peace and we're a house of joy. This is a good thing Yahweh is doing in us. We are a house of hope. We are a house of rest, of love. We are his people. And to be his people is not a difficult thing. I'm sorry, I take that away. I, we, we have been through a time. We have been through a time where it has been a difficult moment. But today, it is easy. And this is an, we are going to be a witness to something out here. When we go out there, when we go out to this place, when we get out in our own realms of influence, we're going to be a witness to something. It's how we are. You ever been around somebody and you're like, no, they seem good, but there's just something about them. There's something that was off. It's because that's literally how we are. We carry a spirit about us. We carry a spirit about us. And this house, I'm not talking about us on an individual basis. As we come together, though, in this actual building, as the Rock of Bay County, a family that Yahweh has put together, he's joined our lives in so many amazing ways. As we come together, this house is about joy. And this house is about peace. And I love this song that we sang this morning that Kevin Keene in Arkansas wrote about the joy bubbling up all around me. That's what I want people, that's what I want to be a witness of because it's a life lived in rest. It's a life lived in peace. And Yeshua has, has through these past couple months, has, has given me some, uh, some revelation on this for myself personally and shown me some pathways that I didn't ever think I'd walk down. But he does this a lot for me. He shows me some things as I'm in my relationship with him, and I see it, and I'm kind of like, it doesn't seem like that way today. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But, my God, eventually I walk into this amazing thing that he's the revelation he's shown me, and I, as long as I pursue it. And it sounds a lot like Apostle Ball, who used to come up here and preach a message, and we'd all sit back and be like, uh, I don't know about that one. We'll have to see. Two weeks later, we're like, Dang it, he was right again, you know? And, and I just believe that, uh, I believe that Yeshua has been showing me some things and leading me and guiding me in some amazing things. And I'm, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it come to fruition in my life. And I want to continue to, to establish that in us, that what this house is about and what do we carry and what are we witness of? Are we a witness of our stress, of our difficult times, of the things that we have going in our lives that we all deal with that day of trouble? That's obvious. But are we a witness to our souls or are we a witness to the rest? Are we a witness to everything going on in our lives? Is that what we're going to carry around? Even if you sit around, well, I'm going to put a smile on my face and I'm just going to get out there and do I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about what are you rooted in? Because it does not matter the words you say. It doesn't matter what you do. It's about the spirit that you carry. And this house, this people, if you're joined here, that's what we're about. My apostle, Apostle Ball, before he before he left, uh, this natural earth gave me a mandate. And I've talked about it a lot, but I'm going to talk about it again this morning. And he said, I have it written down, and I look at it all the time, but it, he said, I want to get it right. He says, it's, it's a time to restore hope to the people. You are called to restore hope to the people. He said, there is much in you that will come out. He said, people won't have to ask why or wonder who you are, they will see as you follow him. And I, as a leader of this house, 
which is sometimes hard for me to swallow, but that's what I am. As a leader of this house, I'm taking that mantle and I'm putting it on you. As we go out into this, into this arena, into this community, in this place that we're supposed to affect. So I say over you that it's time to restore hope to the people. That there is so much in you that will come out. And I'm not talking about the words you say, I'm talking about the witness that you carry within you. There is so much come out, and so will the sound. People won't have to ask why or wonder who you are. They will see as you follow him. Okay, so that's who we are, and I want to establish that this morning. I, it's not about where we're going. You know what I mean? Like sometimes we get caught up in this thing, and this is just life, man. Like sometimes we get caught up in this idea of like, well, where are we going? What's, what's tomorrow? And before you know it, you know, the, you're, you're, you're always waiting for the next thing. You're always waiting for the next, the next day, the next moment, the next whatever. And, it, and before you know it, it's passed by. I remember this, this my dad and I, uh, whenever I was a kid, we used to always get to go snow skiing once a year with his, some of his dental group. And they had sons, and it was like this just little guy's trip. And... It was so much fun, and we would go, and I made friends with those guys. But it came to a point that, like, we were, they, everybody was going straight down the hill. I mean, it was like, who can get down first, running and gunning, and we're just flying. And it was like, the entire time, you're just, your thighs are burning. It, is just, it almost is not fun anymore, but you're, you're going to beat someone down. It's going to happen. Someone's going to get hurt, too. But that's what we did. And, and I remember one time I came in, uh, this was... I'd gotten a little bit older, and this was one of those trips, and we did that the first day. And, uh, and I said to my dad, we were just sitting down in our room, and I said to him, I, I was like, you know, Dad, do you ever feel like it's like we're trying to get to a certain slope that we never quite arrive at? <laughs> it's like I know we've gone to it. I know that, I mean, anybody that has done this or even probably if you go to an amusement park and you're going to go to the, it's like, it's like you're trying to get somewhere, but it doesn't ever quite feel like you've gotten there. And he was like, yeah, it feels like that every single trip. It feels like we are just going, going, going. Before we know it, the trip's over, and we say it was fun, but we're sore for like a month. And it's, <laughs> and it's like what was, you know, I think we have a couple pictures, you know, that kind of thing. And so my dad and I decided uh, that day, we said, we're just tomorrow, we're just going to break away from the group, and we're just going to say, hey, guys, we love you. We just want to have some father-son time, and, uh, and we'll catch up with you after, after the day. And so that day, my dad and I, we, we skied some. We looked at places that we really wanted to go to, and we, we skied over to them. We took our skis off. We took pictures. We stopped and had hot chocolate up on the mountain. We talked. We enjoyed the beautiful, incredible creation that is those mountains. If you've ever been, it's stunning, especially for people that are raised here. I mean, this is stunning, but that's a whole different look. And it's, and it's just, it was, it was amazing. It was a great, incredible, and there was such fulfillment in the process of that time in the process of getting to where, you know, wherever we're going. I wasn't worried about the destination anymore. But you know what happened is, is in not worrying about the destination, I could literally recall every single slope we went on. Because there was moments, there was memories in those things that we can now recall of saying, man, look at that picture. You remember when we sat there and we had hot chocolate and we were talking about this and we were laughing or we saw that kid bust it and eat it and we were laughing but trying to keep it down and check on him at the same time. Like we, you just remember those moments. You remember the process. But we are so much about trying to get to the next place. And I feel like that, I have allowed that as a gate into this house, I've allowed that to come in in some ways through myself. 
of like, where's the next thing? We got, okay, let's plan this, let's plan that. It's not that we're slowing down Yahweh and what he's doing because he is going to work through us and we're going to move when he says to move. But I want us, as, as Mike LaMonica has brought to us lately, about rest, that I want this house to be a house of rest. And listen, just chill. And I'm not just talking, listen, I'm going to talk more about rest and he's going to talk more about rest. And I'm, but I'm talking about within ourselves, that word rest is way more than this. But here, chill. Like relax, let's enjoy the process and understand what Yahweh is doing here. And this is a house of joy. Amen? Come on, rejoice in that. I'm so, I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful that I get to be a part. And I say this all the time. But I, I am, I'm so thankful that I get to be a part of what Yahweh's doing. But I'm not really worried about what he's doing. I'm just worried about being in relationship with him. That's what it's all about. And it's glorious and it's incredible. And he's doing a new thing in this whole place. But listen, I'm not focused on the destination. And I don't want you to be fo- focused on the destination either. Focus on the rest. Amen? All right. So uh, if you will, turn with me to Genesis 1. 27. I want to lay something on you real quick um, that Yahweh has shown me in this, uh, this thing. You know, um, how many have, have been here to hear Mike these past couple Wednesday nights? My goodness. If you haven't, we do have podcasts now. A little plug there, download it. We can, but you can, you can go back and listen to him. I don't know if this is his second message up already. No, it'll be up this week. But I encourage you, if you missed it, it's a part, it's literally like, that's, it's what we're, it's what we're about. It's where Yahweh has us right now. It's where Yahweh has me. And it's, it's worth your time to go back and listen to it. But he'll talk about, and what he has talked about is the story of like, whenever I asked him to come speak about um, whatever he wanted, whatever was on his heart. Um, and, um, and this, at the same time, um, we were trying to decide uh, what we were going to put on the chalkboard. We always do that. We want to put something up there, like some kind of cool creative thing that talks about where we're at or what Yahweh's speaking or a song that's in the house or whatever it might be. And we just like that thing. We like to do that. And so Joanne and I were talking. We are thinking about some of the things that have been said in here. And I've, you know, I've talked a lot about the, um, the ephod and the sword and all of that kind of stuff. And, and we're in the age of peace and what, you know, fits. And uh, and then, and then it's, but ultimately we kind of narrowed it down to what's the point of all of it is this, is this rest. And so the scripture that obviously came was come to me, I'll give you rest. And we found this cool graphic and it looks beautiful. It's awesome. But we did that not knowing that Mike, what he had on his spirit was about rest, was about that word, was about, uh, was about the sea of glass and Yeshua, which is <laughs> I'm just going to start reminding myself if I ever get uh, stressed or Ben, if you ever get stressed, I'm just going to come up to you and say, see a glass. <laughs> this will be our new tagline, see a glass. To remind, because that's just so beautiful, Mike, what you, how you delivered that to us and what we're learning from you in that. But this, this thing, rest, it's what it's all about. It's what has been on my heart. And what Yahweh, and whenever I put that up there, some of the things that Yahweh was showing me uh, by myself, some of the things I was reading, um, I think that other than that scripture, one of the main things that comes to my mind, and I think what comes to your mind, when you talk about rest is the day of rest. Yeshua, or Yahweh resting from his work in creation. Maybe not. That's what I think of. I think of that seventh day rest. 
And, uh, and so I was reading in that. And I want to read this. Um, I know you've never read this scripture before, um, as many that I read. It's just so incredible. You've never, never even seen this scripture, but I'm going to read it anyways um, and share this with you. So what did I say? 27? 127. Guys, you got that up there? Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. Yep, they do. All right. <clears throat> so it says, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and, fema- male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. 29 says, and God said, see, I have given you every herb that yields seed, which is on the face of the earth, and every tree whose fruit yields seed. To you it shall be for food. Also to every beast of the earth, to every bird of the air, and to everything that creeps on the earth in which there is life, I have given every green herb for food, and it was so. Then God saw everything that he had made, and indeed it was very good. So the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Chapter 2, 1 says, Thus the heavens and the earth and all the host of them were finished. And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all of his work, which he had done. Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because in it he rested from all his work, which God had created and made. Sound familiar? Yes. Yes, it sounds familiar. We've heard it billions of times, and it's amazing, and it's incredible, and I would hear it a billion more, and I probably will. So, but I want to show you something that Yahweh has shown me about this, and it's the reason, like, when we talk about rest, it's not just rest. It's not just, like, I talk about, like, say, chill, like, chill. Like, it's not that. It's actually the Hebrew word, which is nuach. It's homie to uh, ruach, kodesh, the breath. It's God's rest. It's quiet. It's stillness. It's peace. It's multifaceted. It is a huge deal. And it's important. Mike has drawn so many uh, amazing uh, things to to light here. But it's not just so that you are okay. You know, like rest, this is a seat that is available for us. And I want to show you that this this is how we were designed. It's what we were created for. If you think about the six-day creation, that the man, man was created on the sixth day, right? We talk about that. Well, then what was man's first day on earth, on this planet? Full day. I'm not talking about half days like school half days when I get mad at my teacher for giving me a test on a half day. It's not really a real day. I'm just saying that he, he, uh, he, oh, I was a bad student. I'm sorry. So he literally like, so he created us on the sixth day. But the first full day on this planet was the day of rest. Can you imagine what, just like take yourself there. Like Mike said too, and I'm going to keep referencing Mike because we're kind of, I'm, I'm working this one in tandem with him of stuff he said and what I think Yahweh's trying to bring here. And if you don't like this message, just come Wednesday night, trust me, he will redeem it. So, um, but, but so he created us to live in this day of rest. And I like to, I like, like Mike said, I like, to, I like to go and read scripture and bring myself to that moment. Like, just shut off for a second and think about that. So Yahweh creates us, creates man, breathes his breath into our lungs. And then he shows us around, gives us a tour of the nice place here. He shows us that everything's taken care of, 
He says, I've provided for you everything. And now we're going to rest in it. That seventh day would have been incredible. But what I really believe is that seventh day is where we're created to live forever. And that Yeshua, his purpose is to bring us back to that seventh day rest. And here's what I think is interesting. If you look at these scriptures of creation, (laughs) this is cool. He says on days one through six, there's a difference, there's a common thread, there's a common theme at the end of every one of those scriptures that the author saw fit to put in there. And you think of what that is. I'm going to tell you, don't worry. (laughs) So it says, so the evening and the morning were the sixth day. So the evening and the morning were the first day the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth day. But the seventh, it does not say anything about that. It doesn't talk about the evening and the morning. It just says the seventh day he rested. And I know, I feel it in me today. I know that we were designed for this rest, this nuach. And from this place, it's not just, like I keep saying, it's not just rest. It's not just whatever. It's not, it's not just something that we, that we do to make us feel good. It's not the normal earthly rest. But if you think about what was taken from us when that curse happened, when, when man fell, fell, look around you. Look in this world and see what they're trying to push to you. Look around how this, how, what success looks like in this earthly world. Man, most of us are going so hard on everything, hustle, hustle, hustle. That's the way you make a buck. That's the only thing that you can do to to, to signify success. Some of the most rich people in this world are the most miserable people you'll ever meet. Listen to their interviews. They don't sleep. They don't have family lives. Their, Their relationships have been torn apart from them. But this, this, this rest, what the kingdom's about is ever increasing. And we can't live in this, this kind of world and do this whole thing and, and go by their rules and play by their rules and still live in this rest. We have to be seated. We have to have that sea of glass. And I, I was telling my wife the other day, I realized that our relationship every single day increases. Every day. Today is the best day of our relationship. And I'm not saying that, listen, I'm not just saying that so that you can be like, oh, that's so cute and that's so true and, you know, whatever else. I think there's a lot of you that have been married a lot longer than us that could testify to the same thing. Because how we were designed was to be ever increasing. That everything in us as kingdom people, as people in spirit and people that live in rest and understand that we were joined, it doesn't matter the arguments you have. It doesn't matter the great days you have. It doesn't matter because the seat where you are positioned is in rest. And that position allows you to always grow. In the world, if you look at their relationships, and I want to draw a line in the sand here, if you look at the way that the world lives and the way a relationship is talked about, especially a marriage, it is totally different than how a kingdom and a, and a, a, a life lived in rest should look. Because let me tell you what they'll tell you. Years one through three, pretty good. First year might be a little rough, but you have this flame, you have this passion, you have this, this amazing... Uh, it's amazing relationship. But as you get older, I mean, it's just, it's obvious. Like, you know each other so well. 
You're so familiar. And familiarity kind of starts to pull people away. So make sure you stay in. Get counseling. Do whatever you want to do to stay. Or you know what? Jump ship. Like, just start over. I'm not saying that to be funny. I'm saying that that is literally the mentality of this world. It's like it gets tough, well, jump. It's difficult, run. But like a true relationship, and I, and I believe where I'm getting at with this, and I know I've jumped off the rest, but it's all in one, and this is what Yahweh is speaking to me right now, so I'm just going to deliver it, is that, <laughs> is that we approach a lot of times the, men, the world's mentality of a relationship with our relationship with Yeshua. It's true. We've become familiar, so we don't need to spin around. We've been in this for a long time, so we don't need to hit our knees here. We've been in this a long time, so we don't need to expect the tears. We don't need to expect the sensitivity. And I love that Mike talked about the first love. And, and Apostle Ball always talked about, can you remember that day? Do you remember that moment when your life changed? Do you remember the tears that flowed? Do you remember the redemption that was had in that day? Do you remember what he did for you? And I believe that if you're walking in a true kingdom relationship with Yeshua, like you are with your husband or your wife, that it should also be ever increasing. And you should be more sensitive today than you were yesterday. And I'm seeing this in my own life. Eva can testify to you. Thursday, I couldn't get words out. And I'm not saying this to boast and be like, I'm better than you. I, have, I'm, I believe that you all have this experience. If not, then just let me be a witness to you this morning and maybe challenge you on some things because I didn't always used to be like this. Okay? And so I, but I'm sitting here with Eva and, I'm, and I'm, trying, I'm trying to formulate words, but I've just been in a moment with Yeshua, with the King, and just talking about things in my life. And I'm, I'm, this, sounds, this might sound weird to you. That's okay if you're not there yet. But I believe this is a mature house. We got this. I'm communing with him. I'm seated in him. I'm in him next to the father because as he restored us to the rest, he was seated, right? We know that scripture says he was seated. So if we are in him, Sandy, talking about getting in him and we are seated in Yeshua the Christ, then we are also, I believe that that depicts the rest in which we are supposed to commune with Yahweh. That might be like, I don't know if I communicated that well, we'll get back to it. Don't worry about it, back to the relationship here. But I'm sitting here trying to talk to Eva and I can't get the words out because I've just had a moment and I'm so spiritually, spiritually within me, sensitive to his heart at that moment. And it's not every single day like this, but the sensitivity is there. This is just how it manifested that particular day. And Eva's like, are you, are you, are you just emotional because of, because, you know, it's Frank's first day of school? Are you emotional because something else? Are you stressed or anything? I'm just like, no. I'm emotional because I can have relationship with the king. I'm emotional because Yeshua is the, is the one that guides my life. And I can sit here seated and rest knowing that every single thing is taken care of. And I don't have to worry day to day. And that I don't have to live in the hustle. And I don't have to worry about everything swirling around me because I am, I'm a sea of glass within. Because he is a sea of glass within. And when I'm seated in him and I'm walking in relationship with him, what do I have to worry about? Now listen, the soul will tell you differently. And we talk about this. The soul is a real thing. And we do deal with real things. Don't get me wrong. 
I'm not trying to sell you this morning. And I believe a lot of churches and a lot of preachers and people that are polished go to the, let me sell you on this and make you feel good. I'm not. I'm trying, like, literally I'm going to be a witness. A witness to you that this is my life today. It's better today than it was last week. Not because of the things I have. Things like naturally kind of are difficult at times, especially for me right now. Not because it's bad, but just because it's difficult, busy, you know. But it's not in Yeshua. Like I literally, I can kind of come back to him all the time. And, and I just am, I'm more at peace today. I'm more at joy today. I'm more in love with my wife today. I'm more in love with him today. And that can be all of us. And that's what this house is. This is an ever-increasing kingdom, an ever-increasing glory. In Hebrews, it talks about this being a promise. And, the, and the, the deterrent from that promise is unbelief. Unbelief in the rest that has been provided for you. I just feel a real call for us today, this morning. This, as we go into this first thing, uh, this next Sunday. Just to reestablish within ourselves what we are about and what's been provided for us and what Yeshua really did. Yes, he cleansed us. He died for our sins. Man, that's incredible. That's square one. We're, we're, that, is, that is so, there's, that is huge. And sometimes we just put that back as bread when it is, it is life. It's why we breathe. It is, is why we're here. It's why we don't have to, to live in the old covenant. But Yeshua came to bring us back to rest, seated next to his father. And I believe that if we, it's hard really for us to communicate and really have true relationship out of the rest. Really, out of the rest. I think that you can talk about and feel and, you know, do everything you can. But if you're sitting there swirling around, it's, I think that it is, it's, it's, it's difficult to commune with the father. Because just naturally, have you ever noticed if you're around somebody that if you're, you know, having a great day and you have somebody that's negative all the time and throwing everything at you and going, it's like, man, we're not even on the same we wavelength. We can't really walk together. I believe that as petty as and little as that is, I think that really Yahweh recognizes us or remembers us, which I want to get into soon. But there's times that he literally, scripture says he remembered this person and something happened. He remembered, and I believe it's a recognition of this rest in which they're seated through their son who is saying, listen, they are in me. They're communing with you as I commune with you. Worship team, do you mind jumping up here real quick? I'm, I'm landing here, and I just want to read something else and, um, and just kind of bring this thing home. Rest is not necessarily this it's easy and it's not easy. Sometimes you, you have Holy Ghost within you, and it's sometimes difficult with every, if you get focused on everything swirling around you to just trust that within you. It's like last night, I'm driving in the car. We're coming back from uh, Valdosta, Georgia. We went with um, Mary Catherine and Derek and went, took the kids to Wild Adventures, and it's super late. We're driving back, and I actually had no intention of driving. It just kind of was like, at this next exit, Eva, I'm going to pull off and I'm going to let you drive. I'm going to pull off and let you drive. And then the next thing I know, she's asleep. <laughs> and I'm driving, but she, she, she trusts me enough. She knows that I'm good and that I can drive and I'll be okay. 
and she can sleep. And sometimes it's like that with Holy Ghost. I know that's, again, really little and whatever. <laughs> I was thinking about the story the other day. Uh, Mimi, Helen Cobb, first off, it's her birthday tomorrow. She didn't want to tell me that, but happy birthday, Mimi. We love you. And Myrtle, her, her sister, which they are just the queens of, of just everything amazing. They share that throne. And uh, so sweet. Um, but they told, they told me a story this one time of um, when they were drive, they were on a trip with um, Al and Jean, my grandfather, and Myrtle's, uh, Myrtle's husband. And they were driving down the street from this long trip. And uh, uh, my grandfather was sitting in the, in the right seat and passenger side. And he's driving, or he's, he's sitting there, Jean's driving. I don't know if I get the story right, but this is how I remember it. And it's funny this way. So, but so he's, so Gene's driving and, and uh, Al sees he's kind of fading pretty quick, kind of like in and out. And he's like, uh, he goes, uh, hey, Gene, why don't you pull over here on the side of the road and let me, let me drive. All right. Let me, let me, he's all right. All right. All right. So he pulls over, <laughs> he pulls over. And as the car is still rolling to a slow stop, Gene steps out and rolls down the road. <laughs> And they jump, you know, he jumps in, stops the car, and they laughed so hard. He was fine. But it was so funny just, like, thinking about Gene and how he's, he's awesome. But it was just so funny thinking of him. Like, you know how you're so tired sometimes on those trips. And this really is not going to tie back into my message so you know. But it's just so funny to think about him just, like, stepping out, being that tired and rolling down the street. Um, anyways. But I feel like Holy Ghost is that for me sometimes. I just, I trust him so much that I can be a sea of glass. I can sit in the passenger seat and just like, you drive. So um, I want to read this. I want to, uh, and I want to close. If you want to stand with me, please. This is, uh, Mike read this. And um, it's what this scripture is out here on the board. Um, and again, it's one that we've heard many times. But I just want to bring this to the forefront. And I'm reading this out of the Passion Translation because I think it's incredible uh, taking the heart of, of, of what this was, what the author was saying here and what Yeshua said and, and just tying in everything. It just sounds amazing. So I want to read this to you. And I want you to, to real quick remember and realize in this, it says, come to me and I will give you rest. It's not a given, right? Like it's redeemed, it's there for, for us. But if you're not willing to come to him, and if you notice in scripture, Yeshua is all about that. He always is saying, come. Think about the disciples sitting there working with their, their father, whatever on the boat or doing whatever they were doing. And he comes by and he's like, follow me, come. And he is always looking for a person that, and, a, and a people that will come to him because he knows what is in him. He knows what the Father desires for us. He is the Son. And it says, come to me and I will give you rest. Don't expect the rest if you're going to try to handle everything on your, on your own. You're going to try to let all these situations dictate what you do in life and, and everything else. If you're, not gonna, if you're not coming to him for that rest, if you're not coming to him for that relationship, I'm telling you, you're gonna have a hard time, I have. But today I don't, today I have joy, today I have peace, today I have life everlasting through him in rest. So this is, this is Matthew, Matthew 12, 28. 
the Passion Translation Version. And it says, are you weary carrying a heavy burden? Then come to me. I will refresh your life for I am your oasis. Simply join your life with mine. Learn my ways and you'll discover that I am gentle, humble, and easy to please. You will find refreshment and rest in me. For all that I require of you will be pleasant and easy to bear. (laughs) I love the language. Simply join your life with mine. Simply join your life with mine. Simply join your life with mine. Simply walk in relationship. Simply walk in communion. The things that he asked for us, it's not that we don't do anything. It's not that we just sit there and, and, and just do nothing. Well, great, rest. I just don't have to do anything. I can just tell my employer I'm not coming in tomorrow. I'm not gonna. It's not that. But when you come to him and when you are seated in, in rest through him, it says, I will ref- refresh your life for I am your oasis. Simply join your life with mine. Learn my ways and you'll discover that I am gentle, humble, easy to please. You will find refreshment and rest in me for all that I require of you will be pleasant and easy to bear. It's not a time of testing. It's not a time of difficulty. It's a, di- it's a day of peace and joy. It is, a, it is a day to rejoice in. It is when we come in here, we enter his gates with thanksgiving. And sometimes we need to wake up and even though we're declaring this, over this house, sometimes we need to wake up and speak over ourselves. I am a house of joy. I am a house of peace. I am a, I am a sea of glass through him because it's the promise he has given and I receive that promise and I receive everything that he has to offer for me and I wanna have a relationship with him and commune with him because that is what he desires. Amen. Can we rejoice in that today? Hallelujah. Yes, thank you, Yahweh. Thank you. We'll see you on uh, Wednesday night. Please come to hear Mike and let him open up this revelation even more. And then Sunday, I, I encourage you, come. Come to that service. Don't come here unless it's raining. Go out there to that service and let's be there together. Let's join together and let's be a witness of rest to this community. Amen? Amen. I love you guys.